This is Maggie McCowan, and you're listening to Commute Chats. Welcome back to Commute Chats. We are recording episode five today in the studio, aka my dining room. And if you've noticed that the podcast audio quality is not the best, I'm working on it. Trying to get a better setup, trying to find a better place to record, but we're in a big transition in our lives. So you'll just have to wait till episode six to have that perfect podcast quality. But I hope you still listen and I hope it doesn't distract you too much. But I'm very excited because today I have a very special guest. My cousin Sadie is here for the weekend, and I decided why not record another podcast episode. So we're doing it. Sadie is a junior at St. Ferdinand University in Birmingham, so she traveled very far to be up here in Michigan, and she's majoring in accounting. And like I said, we're cousins, so we've known each other since birth. So welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Maggie. I'm so excited to be on the pod today. I'm so happy you're here. So we have a very unscripted podcast today. Yes. Very unscripted. Um, this was a bit of a last minute decision that we were mm-hmm. going to do a podcast. So we kind of threw together some of our favorite things, some things we want to debrief, dive into. So let's get started. Yes. The first thing that we're going to dive into that I'm not... Let's just clarify. I'm a millennial and Sadie is a Gen Z. So I'm not on TikTok. I know a lot of my friends are, but I'm not on TikTok. Sadie is definitely on TikTok. Absolutely. We made a TikTok this weekend that hopefully you'll see on my Instagram at Commute Chats this weekend or next weekend whenever I launch this episode. Um, But we've been talking about TikTok trends and there's so many. There's dances. There's games. There's, I don't even know. What else is there? Like food. Food. Water talk was something we discovered this weekend. People literally just hate water so much that they (laughs) feel the need to flavor it. So that was interesting. But um, I actually came across, so if you're not on TikTok and you're on Instagram, you know that pretty much all TikTok videos make it to Instagram Reels about three weeks later. Yes. Right? That's like the average time it takes. So, um. I found this Instagram reel that I thought would be super funny if we played a game. I'm down. That came yes. from TikTok, but I found it on Instagram. Right. Three weeks later. Three weeks later, <laughs> I thought I was so cool because I had found this very cute, like, Instagram funny, fun game. Um, it's been on TikTok. For like <laughs> it's fine. So, anyways... Um, Maybe you'll know it. I'm just going to give like a little intro to it. And if you know it, you know it. If you don't, you won't. I hope, and I'll have to explain I it. hope some of you know it because if you don't, you're about to be really confused. But you'll catch on quick. Right, right. Exactly. If you don't know it, sorry. If you do, you're going to think we're hilarious. And headphone users, be aware. Headphone this users, is about to be your little audio <laughs> warning is going to like warn you like you've been listening to your music too loudly. You're going to bust an eardrum. Because we are about to bust your eardrum. Right. So it goes... When you know the words to the song, sing along, sing along. All right, who's going first? I'll hit it up. Okay. Okay. Okay, wait. So, like, we should explain this. Oh, right, right, right. Like, now we're at the point where if you know, you know. If you don't know, that's the jingle. That's the girl that Mm -hmm. created the TikTok. She created this jingle. And Sadie and I are going to give each other 
like one to two words of a song. Really, it's one. not even that. It's, it's not like, even a word. It's, it's a like, syllable. It's like a syllable that starts a song. Yes. And if you know it, you just start singing it. If you don't, you can ask for more. That's the name of the game. Yep. So we're gonna go. Sadie's and when you know the start. song, you sing along. You sing it along. All right. Okay. And every time you have to sing this intro. Right. Okay. When you know the words to the song, sing along. Sing along. Ready? Yeah. Just a. <laughs> just a. Oh. Just a. Just a. Bad, bad girl. No. no. That was a stretch. One more time. Just a. <laughs> wait, wait, let me try again. Just a. <laughs> I really don't know. Can okay, you I'll give you another syllable. Just a small, just a small town girl living in a lonely world. She took the midnight train going anywhere. Good job, Maggie. That, that was, was so good. It took me a minute. <laughs> it did. It did. It took you three syllables. So but not good. Not, I mean, it's better than it not be getting better. it, but it's not good. That's true. Okay, your turn. <laughs> it's. I'm sorry, you didn't do the intro. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I'm canceled. When you know the it's a song, sing along, sing along. Okay. It's, it's the eye of the <laughs> No. <laughs> no. Okay, I need more. It's, it's me. Oh, it's me. Hi, I'm the problem, it's me. At tea time, everybody agrees. Okay, that was good. No, that was kind of too easy, but Just it's look, fine. It's like so obvious it's, you would I'm, pick a Taylor I'm song. I'm so weak that you sang I Have the Tiger before Antihero, like the number one song on all pop radios right <laughs> oh now. Oh my gosh. It, I would. <laughs> it's Taylor the Swift I Have the Tiger. Okay. All right, my turn. If you Lower to the song. Sing along. Sing along. Love that. All the. All the. All the fun. Um. All the. All the. Gosh, I'm really not doing well. Should I know this song? Um. Probably. All the. Give me one more. Okay. All the. Sad. Wow. I think it might have been. I don't know. This is way harder than I well, thought. Well, if you don't get my next song, then I'll really have your head because you should. Anyways, you're. A turn. lot of songs start with like it's or I yeah. or all. Yeah, I agree. I agree. You know? So it's a little hard. You it gotta is. get that third syllable in there. I hope you know this song. I feel like this one might be a challenge, but if you oh, know gosh. it, it would be really good. Okay. <clears throat> when you know the words to the song, sing along. Sing along. Whoa. Whoa. You had a little, oh, a little yeah. riff. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You're, you're insecure. No. Oh, Dang no. It. Oh, God. This is a stretch. 
I think everybody listening thought it was the same thing, too. But. Yeah, they probably did, but it's not. Okay. You're gone. Oh, God. You know, you're not going to know it. I feel like you would know it if you if I sang that. You would know it. It should be like that. Okay, say it one more time. You're gone. You're going to miss me when I... <laughs> and that should have been it also, but oh, it's, no. it's sadly not. Okay. You're going to be... You're gonna be popular. I'll teach you the proper boys when you talk to boys. Little ways to flirt about. Okay, I got it. But like, there were so many songs you could have guessed. So like, that was good that you actually ended up I mean, it. You're gonna. It could also be you're gonna miss me when I'm gone. Right. It could be you're insecure. Don't know what for. It yes. could be literally anything. Okay, I'm glad I got it though, because that that would have broke. My it could heart be like you you belong with me. For, True. If I didn't say you were, because you I, that would have broke my heart if I did not get that wicked song. I know I had to put it in a Broadway. Oh, you're a Broadway girl. Oh my gosh, yes, we both are. Okay, kind of sad I did. I have one more. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wait. You have one more, and I have one. Yeah, more. yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. yeah, no way to the song. Ing along, ing along. <laughs> it's getting worse every time. Okay. I'm gonna do this really hard for you because you have I to deserve know this. it. Oh, okay. You have to know this. Three are never ever no. ever <laughs> getting back no, together. No, 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 no. Okay, no. Good guess though, but no. Okay. We were. We were both young when I first saw you. I close my eyes and the flashback starts. I'm standing there on a balcony in summer air. Good job. I, I knew wow. you were. Gonna, I went hard for the first one. You did. You were so confident. I, so confident. I knew if I gave you that second syllable, though, you were gonna get it. Yeah, that was like that's iconic. We were. I, that was like that's iconic. I feel like this one's going to be easy because I'm going to have to do... I sure hope so. I don't know if it will be. It's kind of an oldie. Oh, gosh. You'll know it. Okay. <clears throat> this is the last one. Yes. If you know <laughs> the words of the song, sing along, sing along. That's good. <laughs> so good. <laughs> oh. Oh. Um. Sing that one more time. Oh, is it me you're looking for? <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> no. Okay, I need another syllable. Oh, ah. Uh, oh, my gosh. You have to know this. Oh, my gosh. You're exiled if you don't. Okay, give me one more syllable. Oh, I want. Oh, duh. Oh, I want to dance to somebody. <laughs> connected right there and I was like I'm about to belt this (laughs) you knew okay well that was very fun if you didn't enjoy that I'm sorry but if you did y'all need to play this with your friends because we did it on the couch for like at least 30 minutes the other night and it was even funnier than this um so that was fun I'm not a tiktoker maybe I will be one day one day um Sadie says I need a tiktok for the podcast because that's what people do yes that's what the young people are doing of course yes and I need to get more listeners I, I'm loving my group of like 150 that are listening to the mm-hmm. podcast, but you know, I'm looking they're to loyal expand. Listeners. They're loyal because they just sat through 11 minutes of that and they're very <laughs> loyal for that. And I really hope they enjoyed that. I really hope you had 
fun listening to that. And if you beat us on any of those those songs, let us know. Let us know if you could get those in one song. Right. Let the, yeah. I hope you were playing along and you were like, oh, I want, I want to dance with somebody. I hope you were like, yes. I hope that you were doing that in yes. your car on the way to work on your commute. Yep. Fun games. Or in the morning when you're drinking your morning coffee and you don't have to commute because you work from home. Whatever your vibe <laughs> is. Okay. Next topic. Um, we have quite a few more topics to yes. cover today. But we saw Barbie last night. Whoop, whoop. It was Barbie girl. incredible. Like 11 out of 10. Oh I, that was the second time I saw it. And honestly, it was just as it good the second so time it got better. Good. It was so good. It, it brought me to tears. Yeah. Sadie was sobbing in the theater. I was um, literally a mess. I was also shedding a few tears for the second time. <sighs> Even though I knew it was coming, it just hit me. Yeah. It hit me again. Um, if you didn't like Barbie... I don't know what to say. You you must play with brats. You must have played <laughs> with brats. Sasha and Jade were your type of dolls. They were. They were. Even if you, like, you said you didn't even play I with Barbies. I didn't even play though. with Barbies, but I knew about them. And that just, that movie just makes you feel so good and, like, takes you back to your childhood. It does. And it's, like, definitely for the generation, probably, like, Gen Z and older, I would yeah. say. Because, like, we actually played with Barbies and, like, grew up in... The culture that Barbie kind of explains. Mm-hmm. And then it also is great for our moms and grandmothers because it goes even further back yes. to like their generation and yes. explains the things they faced. Barbie is basically perfect. She can do she, anything she wants. Mm-hmm. She can be who she wants to be. Barbie is anything and everything. It really is. It can be whatever you want to be. Mm-hmm. Everybody is Barbie. Everybody is Barbie, yes. Right. Okay. Or Ken. Barbie is me. Right. Barbie is me. I am Barbie. Right. And Ken is Ken. And Ken is Ken. Right. If you watch the movie, you get it. Okay. <laughs> if you know, so, you know. <laughs> if you know, you know. So we're going to start off with um, something that I was looking forward to sitting down and listening to again when I saw the second movie, or saw the movie for the second time, was America Ferreira's monologue slash speech. Mm. Towards the end of the movie, our absolute queen, America, yes. really brought it home for yes. us. And this monologue is basically set in... The movie. Don't listen to this if you don't want yes, spoilers. Spoilers ahead. Spoilers are ahead. Please cut this off or fast <laughs> forward like probably ten minutes. Yeah. Um. But anyways, in the movie, basically the Kins have united to take over Barbie mm-hmm. Land because Ken went to the real world mm-hmm. and he saw the patriarchy. Basically, he, he learned that men rule the world. He learned that men rule the real, real world, and they always have. And he wanted to bring that back to Barbie Land. Yes. And. In the meantime, Kins have brainwashed all the Barbies to become, like, what, like, society says women mm-hmm. are in the real world. Mm-hmm. Like, we're there to support and to cheer on yep. and we're there for looks and, like, yeah. your pleasure or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, this is that time. And Barbie, stereotypical Barbie, our Queen Margot Robbie, is feeling oh badly about herself. Yes. Very poorly about herself because she feels like Barbie Land is now Ken Land and mm-hmm. she's just depressed. Mm-hmm. And it's very sad. And America is trying to gather the Barbies that haven't been brainwashed together to tell them, like, you've got this queen. Mm -hmm. But she's also, like, obviously very sad to see stereotypical Barbie. Yeah. The way she is. Because she played with stereotypical Barbie. That was her doll. That was her doll. She related to Margot Robbie's character of real stereotypical Mm -hmm. Barbie. Um, And that's who she played with. And so, like, her emotions were feeding into that Barbie's Mm -hmm. emotions. Yes. So, anyways, I am going to literally read this whole thing because I feel like it's worth it. Oh, my gosh. I won't ever give it the justice that America Ferreira could give it. 
But nobody will. Nobody will. This like, brought me to. This was the first first cry for of sure. the movie. This is the it first brought cry. me to tears. Yeah, it was so powerful. So powerful. Okay, here we go. It is literally impossible to be a woman. You are so beautiful and so smart, and it kills me that you don't think you're good enough. Like, we have to always be extraordinary, but somehow we're always doing it wrong. You have to be thin, but not too thin. And you can never say you want to be thin. You have to say you want to be healthy, but also you have to be thin. You have to have money, but you can't ask for money because that's crass. You have to be a boss, but you can't be mean. You have to lead, but you can't squash other people's ideas. You're supposed to love being a mother, but don't talk about your kids all the damn time. You have to be a career woman, but also always be looking out for other people. You have to answer for men's bad behavior, which is insane. But if you point that out, you're accused of complaining. You're supposed to stay pretty for men, but not so pretty that you tempt them too much or that you threaten other women because you're supposed to be part of the sisterhood. But always stand out and always be grateful, but never forget that the system is rigged. So find a way to acknowledge that, but also always be grateful. You have to never get old, never be rude, never show off, never be selfish, never fall down, never fail, never show fear, and never get out of line. It's too hard. It's too contradictory, and nobody gives you a medal or says thank you. And it turns out, in fact, that not only are you doing everything wrong, but also everything is your fault. I'm just so tired of watching myself and every single other woman tie herself into knots so that people will like us. And if all that is also true for a doll, just representing women, then I don't even know. Wow. That's so much. That's so much. It's so deep. There's so much to unpack here. There is. Um, I think in the first, you know, portion of her speech, she talks about like body image and Mm -hmm. being too thin and being healthy, which Mm is, I've talked about this on the podcast. Very true. But then she kind of gets into money and like being a career woman and being a mom and how like, if we've also talked about this on the podcast, if you want to be a mom and not a career woman, then, well, you're not, you're not cool enough and you're not strong yeah. enough to have your career. And mm-hmm. if it's vice versa, you don't care about your kids yeah. and you can't do both. Um, and she kind of talks about that later in, at the end, mm-hmm. again, spoiler alert, mm-hmm. but her pitch yeah. to Will Ferrell, aka the CEO of Barbie <laughs> or Mattel, <laughs> she's like, I just want to create an ordinary Barbie. Like she doesn't have to be president and she doesn't have to be a mom and mm-hmm. she can do both, but she doesn't have to do both. Mm-hmm. Like she can just be who she wants to be. And I feel like that was kind of like leading to that. Yeah. Um, She also says like, this one really hit me. You're supposed to stay pretty for men, but not so pretty that you tempt them. That's crazy. So what the heck are we supposed to do? What are we supposed to do? But it's so true. Like, if you dress one way, you're like, oh, you're like not showing your beauty. Like you're so conservative and like, you know, but if you dress other ways, it's like, well, you're disgusting. Yeah. It's, and you're tempting men, so you need crap. to cover your shoulders. Yeah, right. AKA middle school dress code <laughs> trauma I still have. <laughs> when I got sent home for my straps not being <laughs> three fingers, they were two. Like, exactly. I'm sure my shoulder really caused an eighth oh, grader absolutely. to lust. Absolutely. And I don't that's, care if it did. That's, that's crazy his problem. that it's not the same, like, same God. way around for guys. Yeah, they can wear whatever they want. It's crazy. Anyways. So, yeah. I, I mean, I think she covers a lot of good things here. She talks about being grateful and the system is rigged. And when you want to say um, that men have bad behavior, you can't because then you're like a whistleblower. And then you're accused of mm-hmm. complaining. But if you don't point it out, then 
what's going to happen in the future. So right. you just can't win. And I felt that very deeply. Yeah. Barbie could not win in this movie. No. No matter how hard she tried. Mm-mm. So overall for me, and then I'll let you share your thoughts. Okay. I thought the movie was literally like one of the best movies I've ever seen yeah. in my life. It was um, very good. It will go on my list of movies that like I watch frequently. Mm-hmm. Like a feel good movie, but also like a movie that encourages me and motivates me mm-hmm. um and makes me feel more normal like it will go on my list of like how to lose a guy in 10 days like those yeah. type of movies mm-hmm. that like when you're sitting on the plane and you're scrolling yeah. and you've seen all the movies you click barbie <laughs> that's it for me yes, um but no i thought it was very inspiring i thought it had a fantastic message i also have heard there's controversy about how it's like dissing ken or like and i did not think that i thought by the end of it no. like everyone had their like place yeah. and Ken learned to be Ken and Barbie learned right. to be Barbie and they weren't right. They were independent of each other. Yes. Ken said at the end he was like, Ken is me. I am Ken. Right. I'm, I'm not Barbie not, and Ken. Yeah, it's it's Barbie and it's Ken. Right. So it's not dissing Ken, because Ken finds out who he is too, but Barbie also finds out who she is. Right. Exactly. And I think people that think that really need to think about like we live in real world and not in Barbie world, but what if we did live in Barbie world? Like, how would men feel then? Right. That would be dramatic for them. That would be. They, they wouldn't would know what to do. But the world would probably be a better place. Absolutely. Let's be honest. It wouldn't um, be kingdom. It would not be If kingdom. you know, you know. Right. Um, and he would not have his Mojo Dojo Casa house. <laughs> Mojo Dojo Casa house. That was so funny. So funny. So, like, very funny. If you played with Barbies or know, like, the hints about Barbie, mm-hmm. um, there's also some really funny underlying jokes. Like, Alan plays a big part in the movie, which mm-hmm. is hilarious. Um... I'm trying to think of what else. It was equally parts funny and emotional. And I felt like Margot Robbie and Ryan Gosling were the best they people were they could have cast. For they that were perfect. Role. So, again, overall for me, it's a 20, 20 hundred, 2,000 million <laughs> out of 10. Um, and I will watch it very frequently. And I think every woman should see it. And if there's women who have differing opinions about this movie, maybe we just don't see eye to eye. But I think it's great for all mm-hmm. women. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Give us your give so us your thoughts. At the end of the movie, they um spoiler alert again, they meet the creator of Barbie. Her name is Brie. And yeah. she takes Barbie, Margot Robbie, and she grabs her hands and she says, Grab my hands and feel. Because Barbie wanted to be in the real world. Right. 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 Um, and she's like, I don't know whether to be human or I don't know whether to be Barbie. Mm-hmm. And she was like, just feel right and it goes through this um montage of childhood memories of people and Not i cannot tell you how much i sobbed during that part i did i looked over and you were I quite was, literally sobbing because it makes you realize how fast you grow Time up goes. yeah you grow up so fast and now we're adults and we're in college and we don't play with dolls anymore but it, that movie makes you feel like a kid again. Yes. It makes you think back on all your childhood memories and how much fun you had and not a worry in the world. Right. And it just made me feel like a kid again. So that's why I, I literally sobbed. No, and it makes you realize, like, in that time, you didn't think about any of the things that America Ferreira talked about. Yeah. Like, you had no knowledge of those right. things. Like You, had you didn't innocence. know women didn't have any power. Right. You had no clue that it was a man's world. Yes. And being an adult, it makes that really difficult. Like, when we were a kid, at one point in the history of the world, we didn't know that 
Barbie couldn't be a pilot or Barbie couldn't right. be a doctor. Right. Like, did you see what I posted on my Instagram story today? It was like Barbie was an astronaut like 18 years before the first woman went to space. Right. So, like, Margot Robbie was basically saying, who knows? Like, Barbie could have infiltrated people's minds to mm-hmm. finally accept that yeah. Barbie is not stereotypical Barbie. She's yeah. not just there for looks. Mm-hmm. She's smart and she can do things she that can do anything a man can men do. can do. Yeah. Right. Um, another thought I had um, was when Ruth said this quote, and this just... It took us out. Just truly. took me out. I could not breathe. took us out. She said, the job of a mother is to stand still so that your daughters can look back and see how far they've come. That one cuts. That, that one, cuts, one cuts. Because me and Maggie are very, very blessed with the best mom to queens have ever. two supportive moms. Yes. Who will do anything for us. And they that just quote was like, wow, my mom does so much for me. Right. And she and had to go through so much to get yes. us to this point where we can now, yeah. like, we're still struggling with these things. Right. So imagine what they went through. Exactly. When they were our And age. we just have such good moms. Yeah, and we don't appreciate them. They're the best. I love my mom. We love our moms. So, yeah, I would say it's a great uh, movie to go see Barbie. with a friend, like a mm-hmm. girlfriend or a cousin mm-hmm. or a sister. Also a great movie to see with a mom. Mm-hmm. I mean, would I take my husband to see it? Probably not. Probably not. But, like, if I needed to take a man to see it that didn't understand, like, the things women struggle with, mm-hmm. yes. Yeah. Like, that movie right. will open men's eyes, I think, that aren't aware like Mm -hmm. Riley is very aware of the things I struggle with and the things women struggle with and the things I've struggled with at work Mm -hmm. and so he's very conscious of that but I think a lot of men aren't and it would be very eye-opening for some men to be like wow I didn't even know my wife was going Mm -hmm. through this or I didn't even know my daughter had to face these things yeah or that's not how their brain thinks like it did such a good job of Mm -hmm. really explaining that through acting and through storytelling yeah I mean, it's so Fantastic good. I could go movie. on. Go see it. Go see it right go now. Go see it while it's in the theater because right. the experience yes. in the theater is so good. Um, I'm sure it'll come out on some streaming service. It eventually. probably will, but like, can you get movie theater popcorn at your house? Probably not. No. Go see it in the movies. I want to go back to the movies tomorrow and see it again, but we're All not right. going to. <laughs> it's, it's, I've seen it twice. Um, so that's Barbie. Also, the, okay, one last thing. The soundtrack is like. Oh my gosh unbelievable such good music i was jamming the whole entire movie such good music um i do wish taylor was on it but she's too busy she's, she's too busy she's too busy with the but we got so many great artists so many great songs pink by lizzo like oh my gosh love it daily listen now. daily listen now and um she inspires me to want to paint my entire house pink. so the tiktok you guys are gonna see we did a we did it to a barbie song yes so. we did and it's so cute and fun so that's barbie uh, love Barbie. And we had a great time. And we hope you go see Barbie it. is me. I am Barbie. Barbie is me. All right. We're going to the next section of the podcast today. Oh, yeah. If you know, you know. If Yet you know, again. you know. <laughs> Transition music that for Hannah Montana. <laughs> love it. Oh, oh, oh. 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 so good. Um, so Sadie, I asked Sadie some top things she wanted to discuss and she decided that she wanted to ask me questions mm-hmm. on my podcast, which is a bit of a little yeah. plot twist, which yes. I think will be good because I haven't really done like a huge mm-hmm. 
talk about me podcast because yeah. I don't know if people want to hear about. And you're me. all about empowering women, and we love you women. You are one of the most empowering women I've ever met in my That's life. So nice. So I so think nice. the audience needs to hear from me. You. Okay. Also, Sadie hasn't really prepped me with these questions. Like she gave mm-hmm. me a little brief summary, so it's very unscripted, which is the best way to do it. Yep. But we're so, gonna start with something fun first. Oh, let's kick it off. We all, if you know Maggie, you know she is the biggest Taylor Swift fan of all times. I mean, this girl has seen the Eras tour three times. Truly three, three times. Times. It's kind of disgusting. And you know how point. hard those tickets are to get if you're a Swifty. Um. So first, we're gonna start off with. How does one become a Swifty? Oh, that's a loaded question. Mm. So there's different levels of Swifty. So do you want to like know how you become my level of Swifty? How do you become your level? It's pretty difficult. Okay. Um, so if you're my level of Swifty, there's a couple things. You've probably been a fan since you were 12 or 13. Okay. And you first heard her on the radio singing Tim McGraw. Right. Okay. That, and you followed her through her career. You're probably on my level if you still love her as much as you did back mm-hmm. then. If you didn't listen to Taylor Swift when you were young and you're my level of Swifty, you've probably just like really been on Twitter a lot, been on TikTok a lot, um, and really followed and gotten invested in her life. Right. But being a Swifty requires a lot. One, you have to know every lyric to every song. Wow. In my opinion. If you want to be my level. Right, right, right. Right, right, right. We're talking about my level. Anybody can be a Swifty. Like There are Swifties at every level. But I would say I'm like There's no discrimination about any Swifty. No. Because Taylor Swift loves all her fans. She loves all her fans and all her fans love her. Some people just don't have the time to dedicate the amount of time that I have dedicated to her. Correct. And maybe I'll get a gold prize one day. (laughs) Maybe not. I don't care because I just love her. Um, But I would say a lot of it is knowing the lyrics to every song, which Mm -hmm. is a lot of listening. I would say, like, my – when I'm in the car and I'm listening to music, it's only her. Like, right. I probably – I never listen to anyone else, to right. be brutally honest. Ever. Except for the Barbie soundtrack. Except for the Barbie soundtrack, <laughs> an occasional Broadway soundtrack, yes. and an occasional Jesus music. Right. That's about all I'm and listening to. Taylor Swift. Other than that, I do a good shuffle of the albums – um, right after the shows, I was really on an Evermore kick, so mm-hmm. I really got into that album again. Mm-hmm. Right now, obviously, I'm on Speak Now Taylor's version. So I kind of go through, like, monthly cycles of the albums to really mm-hmm. refresh myself. And then if you really want to be, like, a hardcore Swifty, you've got to understand, like, what she's doing every day in her life, which means you have to be on Twitter. Yeah. Um, I, I really, like, I'm sure TikTok is okay, but, like, Twitter is the best source of information for Swifties. Like, wow. It just truly is. And my only reason to be on Twitter is because of her. Um, <laughs> no other reason. Just I follow a lot of fan accounts on Instagram as well that will mm-hmm. post, like, surprise songs as mm-hmm. soon as they're saying at every show, like, yeah. what she's doing during the week, what studio she's at, um, where she's recording, like, all of those things. Yeah. So that is what I would say it takes a lot of dedication Right. A lot of loving her music, Mm -hmm. but really it kind of comes naturally. And, oh, and the other key is, like, finding another Swifty at your level. Okay. Like, the other Swifty at my level that I have in my life is Abby Norris slash Howell. Yes. Um, And we're a little bit psycho, but, like, (laughs) but, you know, it is what it is. Right. And it's great. Awesome. Well. I love that. So, I found a website, and it's this or that, Taylor Swift. Oh, and I love this or that. When I click on the answer you give me, it'll show if you go with the grain or not. Like what up, is the grain? Like 
What does that mean? Like, if I listen to our most popular no, stuff or Like, no? it, this is other people, too. So, if you listen uh, to what other people... What other people like, pick. what other people pick, correct. Oh, that's going to be Going so with interesting. the grain. Like, what everyone that. else. Yes. Correct. I mean, what's the grain? Okay. <laughs> I got it. I understand. Okay. I'm clear. All right. Let's do this. So Taylor Swift, this or that. Willow. Or... Life was a willow and a bit, right? Okay, I'm not going to sing everyone, <laughs> but I love that song. But I love it. You know every lyric. Yeah. Willow... Or picture to burn. You're really going to do that to me, aren't you? <laughs> You're really going to do prefer- that. To preface, I don't know any of these songs. Um, so I don't know if this is like a hard choice. This is hard. Oh, wow. Because picture to burn is off the original album. Correct. But Willow is definitely like not the grain. Like oh, wow. Willow is like oh, wow. totally different era, newer. Right. It's not the song most people listen to all the time. Yes. Um, it's, it's Evermore. And... Yeah, and Picture to Burn is off Taylor Swift album. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to go Willow, which is shocking to me because okay. I I would beg her to play Picture to Burn, but I'm gonna have to go Willow simply because of her performance at the Eras tour. Wow. Okay. I have a feeling that's not with the grain. You went with the grain. What? You did. Picture to Burn is not the grain. <laughs> no, it's not. It was an astounding 442 million people picked that, and only 900. 93 million. I'm shook. I'm truly shocked. Yeah. I really thought Picture to Burn would yep. be the grain. All yep. right, I'm going with the grain. Okay. Let's see what's next. So this website, so Willow stays, you get a new one. So it's either Willow or the new one. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. Got okay. it. So Willow or Welcome to New York. Willow. Hmm. Figured that you'd was say that. You went with everybody. Good job. I mean, not to diss on 1989, but, like, Welcome to New York is, like, not my favorite song. Okay, everybody. It gave me a new one to go with Welcome to New York, actually. Oh, interesting. Okay. Okay, I'm, I'm vibing with this website. That's fine. Nobody, No Crime, or Welcome to New York. Nobody, No Crime, Hame Sisters, Our Queens. That's really a good song, but you did it. One million people preferred Welcome to New York over Nobody, No Crime. One million more people. So I went against the grain. By one million. Wow. That's crazy. Okay. It's a little wild. I love Nobody No Crime. It's so fun. Also Evermore. It's loading. It's giving me an ad. What the heck? Okay, well, this is a great time to do an ad on commute chats. Don't you think? Yeah. You got an ad? Well, uh, my (laughs) ad is if there's any brands out there that are looking to collaborate, let me know. Yeah. Let me know. Uh, I know I have you know, a small group right now, but I will say they're very loyal. Yeah. And it's only going to get better from here. Right. And the lucky brands are going to get in early. Yes. Yes. They're going to get in early. Okay. We're back with our Taylor Swift game. We're back. Our song. What's next? Style. Wow. You got that James Dean day dream. I'm not picking it. I'm just singing it. Yeah, I got you. I got you. Our song style, style is so good. Like it it's my good. favorite 1989 song, probably. It was so good at the concert. Like there's rumors she's gonna, she, there's rumors her and Harry Styles are gonna do a duo. Oh wow! But our song, like there is very sentimental value there she, for me. Did she write style for Harry Styles? No, like people oh. are saying in her re-record. You know, she re-records yeah. all her music that she's gonna, her and Harry, Harry's gonna be a feature on oh. that song. Oh. Okay, that was embarrassing for me. Sorry, Swifties. I did not. It's know. okay. It's okay. I'm gonna have to go. Unfortunately, like with our song because yes, it's I so love, sentimental for me. I love that song. It's the first song that, like, I mean, second probably. Tim McGraw. Well, first. you lost big time. Wow. Totally against you the grain. Totally went. Like, 
three. <laughs> so, we'll have to edit that out. Ella is like going insane. Okay. Okay. 396 million people picked that, and only 174 million picked our song. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I'm feeling honored that I'm not going with the girl. Right. You're different. I'm different. Okay. We'll do a couple more. Okay. London Boy. Oh. Oh. Love that song. Miss Americana in the Heart. You're joking. <laughs> You're joking. <laughs> I'm me. not joking. It literally it's been popped a up. long time coming. Wow. And. These are right. from the Lover album. Yes. Lover is one of my favorite mm-hmm. albums ever. It's a very special album for me. It came out right before I got married and it like embodied everything that I mm-hmm. felt in that season of my life. Yeah. Um, London Boy is one of my favorite songs off the album, but simply because um, it's been a long time coming is how she started the mm-hmm. tour. Yes. It was like, I will remember that forever. Therefore, Miss Americana is what I'm going to go with. Wow. Okay. Let's see. I'm going to say that's with the grain. Let's see what we got. Oh, you barely went on once. Oh. Say that again because she's meowing. You barely went against the grain. Um, only but by I did go against the grain. You did. Interesting. Only a couple of those million. people haven't been to the era store. Obviously, obviously, because they would pick Miss Americana. Right, right, right. Okay, last last couple. London boy or exile. This is really tough. I'm gonna have to go London boy. Okay. I love exile, but. London Boy is it for me. Man, you're not with the people. Really? You're not. 400 million. Dang. Or, I kind of like not being with the people. That makes me a true safety. Absolutely. Well, that was really fun. That was fun. To so, pick your brain a little bit. I, you could ask me tomorrow. My answers might be different. But <laughs> every one of those songs, I could sing every lyric to. I love that for you. And I feel like I should put that on my resume. You probably should. That's really impressive. Yeah. I have really good memory. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. So, Next questions. These are getting into kind of serious ones, but we're going to do one more question to get to kind of know Maggie and her life. Okay. Um. So I wrote this question down. How did you and Riley meet? And how did you know he was the one? Oh, this is such and, a funny story. And to preface, in the, in the parentheses, I put, I have to talk about Riley because he's my favorite. Right. Sadie and Riley get along so well. I love Riley so They much. really love each other, Um. which is so sweet. Um. This is a very interesting story. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I met Riley at a job internship. I'm not going to disclose where, (laughs) Um, but if you know, you know. Um, I met Riley at a job internship in the summer of 2017. And at the time, I was dating someone that summer. Like, I'd been dating them for, like, a year to a year and a half. It was our first summer, though, that we weren't – we went to college together, so it was Mm -hmm. our first summer that we weren't going to be, like, in the same place. I'm just prefacing because that will be important later on in the story. Yes. Um, We met – at the internship and the first day that I met him. So just for some background, Riley started the internship like at the end of May and I didn't start till the first week of July because my paperwork got like all messed up, Mm -hmm. but they still let me do like the second half of the internship. Okay. So I like showed up and Riley, I didn't know who he was obviously. So like uh, someone came to pick me up. They took, were taking me around the office and they introduced me to Riley. And um, I did, they didn't really give me, like, his job description. So mm-hmm. I thought he was just, like, a full-time employee. Like, I didn't yeah. think he was an intern. Right. He looked older. Right. Um, but I was, like, obviously dating someone. But I did think he was cute. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, we... You can browse. Normal. You can browse. Um, <laughs> for sure. Like, if, if you're not married, obviously, you're, like, you know, whatever. 
Yeah. Um, but I, I mean, I, looking back, I definitely thought he was cute. I didn't like think anything about it because right. I was dating someone. Correct. Um, but throughout the internship, we had like a really great group of friends. There was four of us that were really, really close. And then like an extended group of 10 that was also pretty close. Mm-hmm. And we did like everything together that summer. Um, yeah. We worked together. Then we'd go get dinner together. Like always pretty much in a group because we were just, it was like our best friends for the summer. And mm-hmm. we were yeah. all working together. I met one of my best friends that was at my wedding like that summer. And mm-hmm. she was in that group. So great summer. One of the best summers of my life. Um, and anyways, we grew like a really close friendship over Tom. Um, and by the end of the summer, I was definitely doubting like what I had in my relationship with Mm -hmm. the person I was dating because they were not being supportive of my internship and supportive of like my job. Um, and so anyways, I ended it with that person in August nothing but well wishes to that person, but I just <laughs> needed to go a separate way. Correct. Yes. Um, technically they ended it with me, but like it was definitely mutual. Yeah. Okay. And there, I was honest about the reasons. So, right. so literally the day after I ended it with that person, I went to Riley and I was like, look, like there's definitely something here. Mm-hmm. I felt it. So I ended it with the person I was in a relationship <laughs> with. Just wanted to let you know. Right. Just needed you to know that information. Right. Um, So, yeah. Then after that, we very slowly started dating. I would say very slowly. Like, Mm -hmm. we only hung out in groups for a while. Then we would hang out alone. But, like, it was very much Mm -hmm. as friends. Um, Probably for, like, four months we did that. And then we officially started dating in the fall. And Riley was still in school and then eventually like he moved to Detroit and that's our whole story. We won't get into all of it, but that's how we met. As far as like when I knew he was the one, like I couldn't have known he was the one while I was dating someone else. (laughs) Right. But I knew at the point my mom like had sat me down and said, you have to either choose Riley's friendship, just his friendship. There's no guarantee Mm -hmm. that you're going to end up being together, Mm -hmm. right? So you have to choose his friendship or your entire relationship with the other person Mm. because I was at the point where like if I was going to continue in that other relationship I couldn't even be friends with Riley correct that would be wrong that would be wrong so when she told me that I think that was the moment like I knew he was the one you'd rather because I was like I'd rather have his friendship any day yeah any day Correct. Even if it was just a friendship. Even if it never worked out, you'd right. rather be around him. I'd rather Riley. be around him and risk it because right. that's how much you meant. And that's hashtag so, true love right there. Hashtag gave, true yes, love. Yes. So that's how I knew. And if Riley was here, he would say that he knew, because he always tells me this, um, the third day or like second week or something like that of our <laughs> internship. Um, didn't know I had a boyfriend at this time. He didn't. And I showed up at his apartment because we were going to commute to a work off work site together. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't know anything about this internship. It was like my second week. And I showed up and I was a mess. Like I didn't have my shoes on. Like my hair was still <laughs> wet. I was a disaster. And he said, that's when he knew. Wow. That's really at early. At your lowest. Though. At my lowest point. Wow. I guess he loved how chaotic I was. I, don't I guess so. That's so quirky of him. That's so funny. If he's listening, like Riley, let me know if that was still the moment. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's our story. And that's how I knew. It's definitely different. Awesome. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. We love Riley. We stan Riley. We stan. He is the best. And I'm so glad he's part of our crazy family. Same. 
Okay, so my next question is getting into some serious topics about just life in general. Okay. Um, so I've met a, a lot of Maggie's friends through her bachelorette party, through her wedding, and Maggie has an insane <laughs> amount of friends. <laughs> and I love them all. They're all amazing. And that's the thing that amazes me is how many friends she has, but they're all such good friends. They are great friends. They are God-fearing. Truly. They are powerful women. Yes. And we stand. It blows my mind that you've met that many amazing friends. Same. How did you do it? How do you surround yourself with great friends? (sighs) It's kind of difficult, but when when you're young, I would say it's easier. Um, So I had my group of friends in high school. Right. Right. And some of those people, obviously, I'm still best friends with. Mm -hmm. And some of them I'm not. Um, And that's okay. Like, that's going to naturally happen. Mm -hmm. Um, We, our lives just went kind of separate ways. So I kept in touch with several people from high school. And several of those um, girls were in my wedding. And that was kind of, like, obviously an instant way to make friends at school. Yeah. And then going into college, I really started figuring out, like, what I wanted to be involved in. And... The two things, I I would say that's step one, figuring out your hobbies and figuring out what you want to be involved in. Mm -hmm. And for me, that was a sorority and church Mm -hmm. um, in college specifically. So I had separate groups, but some overlap. So like um, Laura Green, like Mm -hmm. she was Alpha Gam and Calvary. Um, There were girls that were in my sorority that also went to my church. There were girls in my sorority that went to different churches. And then there were people at my church that weren't in a sorority, like Mm -hmm. my roommates, like Ellen and Hope Mm -hmm. and Abby who lived across the street. Like none of them were in sororities, Mm -hmm. but again, church. So in college, I started making a lot of friends and it was kind of overwhelming because you're like, Mm -hmm. how do I balance all these friendships? Like all these people are equally important to me. But I think surrounding yourself with people who like also understand that and understand like right. you're not their only friend right. is very important. Um, so hobbies, what you want to be involved in and what's important to you. That's where you're going to make friends. Right. Um, if that's church for you, that's church for you. If it's mm-hmm. playing tennis, if it's playing golf, mm-hmm. if it's going hiking, like mm-hmm. there's something there's friends to find in every one of those places. Right. So then after college, I mean, really, most of the people, all of the people in my wedding were from high school, college, or family. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, I think those times in life are a lot easier to make friends, and the things I just said, like, apply a lot easier. Mm-hmm. Um, but surrounding yourself with those people after you graduate, and everybody's going to go their separate ways. Right. I have friends in Washington, D.C., in Alabama, in Georgia, in Florida, um, here in Michigan, um, my friends are very scattered. Mm-hmm. So not everybody just still lives in Alabama. Yeah. Um, some do, but some don't. And so that has been really hard, but having intention and something unique with every friend is how you keep your friends. Okay. Um, like what I have with one friend is different than what I have mm-hmm. with another. And sometimes that means we talk about different things mm-hmm. and that's okay. That's okay. very normal. So my advice would just be, Get plugged in in something that you're passionate about and make sure that you're being a good friend. Right. Because it's impossible to surround yourself with not even a number of friends, but any good friends. If you're just a crappy friend. If you're just not a good friend. Yeah. And don't don't worry about the number of friends you have. Like, I never worried about the number. And a lot of people were like, you had 14 bridesmaids. Mm -hmm. But that didn't bother me because each one of those 14 people were very important Mm -hmm. to me. 
And if you have three bridesmaids, it doesn't make you any less than having 14. You have three really great people in your life that you should be thankful for. Right. Don't let the number define it. Let the value of the friendship define it. Yes, that's really good advice. Okay, so my next question is, did you have any self-doubt in college, and how did you overcome that? Yes. (laughs) Um, Yes. (laughs) Yes, the answer is yes. I had a lot of self-doubt in college. I had self-doubt about different things, though. I had self-doubt about my major, Mm -hmm. what I wanted to do with my life, who I was, what was my worth, um, what was I putting my worth in, uh, was I healthy? Like, all of those things Mm -hmm. were things I Mm self-doubted. Um, at, when I was in college, I majored in engineering. I was in a sorority. I was very involved in my church. Mm -hmm. And when you stretch yourself that thin, self-doubt creeps in even more. Um, and so I, when I was in college, really didn't know how to manage it my freshman and sophomore year. And because of that, I wasn't healthy. Like I wasn't exercising. Mm -hmm. I, like I wanted to, I wasn't taking care of my body, um, and I was allowing, like, the self-doubt to just take over and, like, mm-hmm. basically live in survival mode. Right. Which is not healthy. Mm-mm. And so I finally, like, talked to my friends about it and my mentors about it and got back on the train of, like, okay, mm-hmm. my life is busy. I can't, like, that can't be an excuse to just doubt myself mm-hmm. and, like, let that creep in. Yeah. So um, I faced it by telling people about it and being honest about it. Because mm-hmm. if you put on a show for your friends and family that you have no issues with yourself and you're not doubting yourself or doubting anything, you're not going to get the help. Right. Um, and so having that honesty with people helped them to affirm me. Mm -hmm. And like, that was what got me through those years was like people saying like, yes, you can do this. Like, this is what you were meant to do. God put you here for a reason. Mm -hmm. Um, and then being involved in my church and like just staying focused in the word was also very important. That was probably like the, even though those were some of the busiest years of my life, also some of the time I had the most spiritual growth because mm-hmm. I was at church four nights a week and in my Bible at least probably four days a week, which yeah. is a lot. Like, yeah. um, So that really kind of guided me out of like, I have to do all of these things to mm-hmm. be worth something instead of just being like, God yeah. says I'm worth something right. regardless of my achievements. Right. So. Yeah, that's how I handled it. Um, everybody handles it differently, but I think having a circle of people around you to push you and motivate you is key. Going off of that question, in my upcoming semester at college, I'm going to have to take a make it or break it class. Yep. And it's probably 50-50 pass-fail. So how did you get through a really, really hard class? So my make it or break it was my sophomore year, mm-hmm. a little earlier. Um, and it was organic chemistry. That was my, one of my maker breaks. Mm-hmm. I had another one in engineering specific class, but, um, you know, I went into it saying like, this is what I think I want to do with my career. Like, mm-hmm. I think I want to go down the engineering path or at least have an engineering degree. Mm-hmm. Um, this is what I want. Yeah. Right. Um, getting through that class one, I had to learn what my study habits were and how to effectively study. Like yeah. that's like a yeah. that's like a technicality to mm-hmm. passing that class, right? Mm-hmm. Studying, learning how to study, having study groups. That's how I technically made it through yeah, the class. Yeah, like, yeah. but mentally and like physically making it through <laughs> the class. Um, I just made myself come back down to earth and realize, like, if 
this is not for you, like mm-hmm. God will show you. And mm-hmm. if it is, he will get you through it. Yeah. Um, so I think the technicalities of passing were like, again, having people in your corner, having study groups, having a tutor if you need it, actively studying every day. Um, those were the type of things I had to, to get a good mm-hmm. grade in the class. But to mentally, like, get over this is a make it or break it. Because they're going to sell you that. Like, they're going to be like, well, we're going to weed everybody out in this class. That's exactly right. And they're going to try to get in your head. And that's a whole part of making or breaking is, like, getting into your head that you can't do this because it's hard. Mm -hmm. Um, But you're going to do a lot harder things in your life than, like, I've done a lot harder things in my life than past (laughs) organic chemistry. Right, exactly. Already. And I'm only 26. So uh, mentally getting through that block is just telling yourself like this is either going to open a door or close one yeah and if this one closes another one will open mm-hmm. but you're gonna pass it right. gonna be fine. we're gonna hope so we're gonna yeah. cross our fingers we're gonna cross our fingers you're gonna study hard accounting's hard but we're gonna we're you're gonna so do it. smart payoff's gonna be great yeah okay last question what is something you regret not doing in college mm. that's a tough one I know. I did a lot of things in college. <laughs> I know you did. You're a social butterfly. Um, I probably regret holding myself to like a certain GPA in engineering mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because I had a 3.9 in chemical engineering. Impressive. Very impressive. impressive. Very impressive. Right. But didn't really necessarily like when you get into the real world, um, they will pay you for your degree. <laughs> right. But they're not going to pay you for your GPA. Right. And it was something that was important to me and it felt really good mm-hmm. to achieve that goal and graduate like magna cum laude and like all <laughs> right, of that stuff. Right, right. Um, but it, it just like, I could have done a little more social activities than I did. Mm-hmm. I was very social. Like if you looked at my Instagram during college, I was very social, <laughs> but there were a couple of Saturdays, like where I sat in a library all day and didn't go to a football game. Mm-hmm. Like I wish I would have just gone to the football game. Right. Cause those are the things I think about when I think exactly. of college. You don't think about your GPA. I don't think about that. Failed at or something. Um, I wish I would have gone to every single date party and not just the ones I, I could go to because yeah. I had a test two days later. Right. Obviously I'm not going to go to the ones I have a test the next day. Like it is important to study. That is important. <laughs> but there were some that I definitely skipped out on because I had a test the next week or right. I had too many assignments. Right. Um, but I, that's probably what, like, the only thing I regret mm-hmm. is probably not doing those things as right. much as I could have. Yes. And going to every single football game. Right. I went to, like, 90% of them. <laughs> but I didn't necessarily care about playing, like, mm-hmm. Western Kentucky or something. <laughs> right. So that's probably, that's probably my only regret. College was the best four years of my life. Like, I, I think mm-hmm. about college all the time. Mm-hmm. I wish I could go back. I love my life now. Yes. And I love yes. being married to Riley. And I love our life. And I love my job. But college was I mean, so fun. My two years at Sanford has flown by. Yeah. And you Absolutely only have two left. By. Well, yeah, no. your master's, I guess, if you get yeah. your master's. But, like, that's different. That It is a different vibe. It's a different you, vibe. It's still fun. Be, you're not going to be, like, a junior or senior ever again. No. So do all the things you can while still, yeah. like, maintaining the grades that you want to get. But don't hold yourself to, like, a standard of, like, oh, my gosh, I have to have a 4.0 in chemical engineering. Why did it's I do It's not true myself? because you're still going to get a job. Right. Like, I got a great job, and I get paid extra for having my degree. Right. Even if I had a 3.5, you know, they'd still pay me extra. Yeah, exactly. Like, so that's <laughs> just all I'm saying. Don't be scared to make a B. Yeah. Or C. 
I don't know. Maybe don't make a C. I didn't. C's get but degrees. Like, C's but do get degrees. My goal was shattering. A's and B's, but even a B sometimes hurt me. Yeah. I mean, it But can. I need, I should have gotten over that. No, I mean, like, it would hurt my feelings that I got to be. Right. <laughs> I should get over that. <laughs> you should because it's you're going to really get a degree. Good. Yeah. So that would be my yeah my little one regret. Yeah. Is that it? That's, that's your question. I think that's it. That's my interview. Wow. That covered a lot. Those were it great did. questions. It did. I think it's going to help a lot of people who are, like, in college and or, or about to go to college. Just get over those hurdles of you don't have to be perfect and it's okay right to get a lower grade than you expected right and just do your best Mm -hmm. while still having fun it's a great four years of your life you're gonna Mm -hmm. learn who you are yeah you're gonna be prepared to go into the real world Mm -hmm. um I changed so much from high school to college and Mm -hmm. I also changed so much from college to now but like college was where I really solidified like who I Mm want to be and why I want to do what I want to do yeah so yeah, I think this is great. I hope that we have some college girlies listening to this podcast because that was like one of my biggest goals was to help girls in college feel like empowered to make decisions because mm-hmm. that was something I didn't necessarily feel empowered to do. So hopefully if you're a college girlie, let us know if you love this podcast. Yes. Um, you can always, always DM me on at commute chats on Instagram. Um, if you're not a college girlie, please let me know also. Let me know what you want to hear, what you're looking forward to, what you liked. <laughs> What you liked. What you liked. Um, and also, please, 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 if you listen to Apple Podcast or Spotify, please leave a review yes. and like or give some stars yes. to this podcast because that helps get the word out. Um, and share it with your friends. Like, the link is super easy to share. Mm-hmm. You can just copy it, post it on your socials, share it with your friends. I had a lot of people listen to episode four that were friends of Shelby who was on the podcast yeah. or like friends at the gym mm-hmm. and they loved it. That's so cool. it's, it's reaching different people, but it I want is. it to keep reaching out. So yes. definitely share, like comment, subscribe Queens. Um, Queens. We're going to keep this going. It is going to, I will just say this episode will come out in August and we're probably going to get a little chaotic in August and September <laughs> because I'll be moving. Um, so excited. We're moving to the great state of Georgia which is only two hours which from is me. Only two hours from family. <laughs> and um, so there's going to be a little bit of transition, but I'm going to have a great little area to record podcasts in my oh new my gosh, office. Yes. yes. So super excited. Um, just hang tight with me if there's a little bit of gap between episode five and six or six and seven. So thanks everyone for listening to the podcast. I hope you enjoyed our review of Barbie, our TikTok yes. trends, Sadie interviewing me. I hope you <laughs> loved it all. Um, yeah, I hope you have a great day and we'll see you soon. Bye Queens. Bye.